Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 31, chapter 2, part 8, pages 68 through 70. On imitating the Blessed Virgin Mary's prudence in words and deeds, we should imitate with great diligence the Blessed Virgin Mary in the modesty and temperance that she practiced in words, gestures, and demeanor. God is very pleased with a man who keeps bridled his senses and desires. That is why St. Paul, the Apostle of the Nations, recommends modesty and temperance, among other virtues, by saying, Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. That's from the letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, verse 12. He wants us to don modesty as a cloak that covers us completely. This should not surprise us because this virtue helps edify our brothers who, unable to see the inner state of our soul, can only judge by external signs whether we live an honest, devout, and exemplary Christian life. Realizing that God allowed them to see such exemplary ones they become inspired to worship God. There are still many devout people in the Holy Church who, with their modesty and external temperance alone, and not with words, persuaded countless sinners to repent and stirred the non-believers to accept faith in Christ. One such person was Lucian the Martyr, Many pagans rejected idolatry and accepted the Christian faith just by looking at him. However, we should imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary, above all, in controlling our tongue. Secondly, we should avoid company and places teeming with idle talk, because there is always sin where there is too much chatting. The imperfections such as false witness, deceit, empty words, disagreements, slander, tales causing conflicts, or damaging the good reputation of another person, boastfulness, insults, presenting falsehood as truth, and vice versa, curiosity, hypocrisy, and thousands of others are rampant there. Many sins are committed by talking needlessly. Some of them are venial, but some are mortal like false or half-true oaths, doubting the truth, promising what we cannot deliver, even if sworn not on God, but only on our own health or life. Any false oath, as Christ teaches, is a mortal sin. According to the book of Psalms, a lie that harms another is a ruin of soul. Thou destroyest those who speak lies. That's from chapter 5, verse 7. The same can be said about slander, which harms the honor and good name of our neighbor. Therefore, if so many sins are committed because of the lack of temperance in words, it is hard to imagine that someone who talks a lot does not sin a great deal. We read in the Holy Scriptures, whoever uses too many words will be loathed. That's from Sirach, chapter 20, verse 8. And in another place, 
When words are many, transgression is not lacking. That's from Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. That is why the servants of God should avoid talkativeness, because by saying little and in moderation, they can avoid many sins. As the Holy Scriptures teach, and for the one who hates gossip, evil is lessened. That's from Sirach chapter 19, verse 6, meaning he will be spared many serious sins and therefore many severe punishments in this life and the next, which God sends upon those who sin with their tongue. I shall provide an, ex- an example regarding how crucial for our salvation it is to avoid needless chat. St. Gregory wrote about a certain nun. In the province of the Sabines in Umbria, living a, lived a woman betrothed to God who, despite exercising temperance and mortification of the body, did not shirk from excessive and wicked talking. On the night she died and was buried in the church, the sexton had a vision in which he saw the nun cut in two pieces right in front of the altar. The fire burned one half of her body while the other was laid in the coffin. In the morning, he brought his brethren to the church where they saw traces of fire on the marble floor as if the body of the nun were truly burned there. God wanted to show us how severely the looseness of tongue shall be punished in the afterlife, even if in other areas of our life we were full of virtue. If he will not punish us after death, he will most certainly do so in this life on earth. Because, as St. Anselm teaches, no sin, be it venial or mortal, will be left without punishment. If a man will not erase it freely by appropriate penance, he will not escape God's justice in this or the next life. St. Augustine agrees with that statement. Ask for mercy, but be just. Mercy is necessary for a sin to be forgiven and justice for a sin to be punished. Is a reference to Psalm 10. Will you be asking for mercy but leave sin without atonement? Let David and those like him who fell and are still falling into sin answer this. Let them beg for mercy, just like David did, and let them say, Lord, my sin shall not remain without punishment. I don't want you to punish my sin, for I will punish it myself. Cashin mentions a devout man, Abbot Moses, who was possessed by the devil, after greeting St. Macarius with unkind words. This is how Cassian recalls the event. Abbot Moses, an exceptionally noble and worthy man, speaking to Abbot Macarius in a debate, used some unkind words because of a third-party opinion and was so viciously possessed by the devil that he had to call for human help. The good Lord sent this cleansing punishment upon him so that his soul would not be soiled even for a moment. And he made known the reason for applying this punishment by instantly healing Abbot Moses. As soon as Macarius offered humble prayer, the devil left the possessed man. If God punishes so severely even small transgressions in speech, What will he do to those who commit grave transgressions and remain without penance and atonement? That is how imperative it is to refrain from needless and vain words and control our tongue 
so that we would not fall into evil, but instead be worthy of the words of the Holy Scriptures. Blessed is the man who does not blunder with his lips. That's from Sirach, chapter 14, verse 1. Here, Venerable Casimir wants to teach us how to imitate Mary's prudence in what we say and what we do. He likens the virtue of modesty to putting on uh, a cloak to cover ourselves. By giving good example in this regard, we can inspire others to conversion, as he uh, remarks has happened through the centuries with the lives of some saints. He also advises us to avoid the near occasions of sin where gossiping and other sins of the tongue take place. Pope Francis often warns us about the danger of this type of sin which drags people down. Venerable Casimir writes that some sins regarding talking can even rise to the level of a mortal sin. Uh, for instance, an oath uh, that we can swear. Now a mortal sin, we remember, has to be serious matter. Uh, we have to know that it's wrong and we decide to do it anyway. In the diary of St. Faustina, we learn that it will be difficult to grow in holiness without silence in our lives. Venerable Casimir warns us against excessive talkativeness. He tells a sobering story about an Italian nun who lived the virtues in some ways, but did sin with her tongue, uh, even severely. And so God sent a very strong sign to remind us that such sins are serious and will be punished. Uh, we need to ask for God's mercy and to guard our tongues. He also shares another story which serves as a wake-up call regarding sins of the tongue. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant, Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
it is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.